Surviving Lockdown. An essential business podcast from Mark Rise Voiceovers. Hello, thanks for listening. Ian Roberts has been in business for around 25 years and owns Cashflow Creators. He helps businesses in financial difficulties access cash, which helps them either recover or close and restart debt-free. He specializes in funding, investment, and all things cash flow, protecting business owners from financial disaster. With the pandemic bringing some businesses to their knees, his services have never been more in demand. Ian joins me now from Oxford. Hi, Ian. Hello, Mark. How are you? Yeah, really good, thank you. Firstly, on a personal level, did you manage to stay positive with the family through the original lockdown, and how does it feel now? Yeah, we did, actually. Um, we, We found that being all together actually gave us a bit more time to enjoy our company with each other actually because we're always rushing around tearing around getting appointments doing everything but uh, this, it, it, although unusual uh, because you couldn't really go anywhere uh, it was actually quite nice to go on walks and and actually be with a family so Ian, tell me about your business model before COVID. Uh, the business model, certainly before COVID, was always about raising money for clients, uh, which we still do an awful lot of. But before we do, probably around about 60 or 70% of that was uh, raising money for cash flow, for growing businesses or for businesses in some, some kind of cash flow requirement. It's transferred where more of the businesses have been looking for crisis um, funding in terms of cash flow or to stop their businesses and restart again debt-free. So what can you do for them? What is the service? It works in in a couple of different ways. One is, uh, and I'll give you a prime example, I've had um, a workwear clothing business that's actually pivoted a bit more towards providing uh, all of the PPE kit that's required for the NHS and council. So they've grown massively. So they needed uh, a facility to actually buy more stock very rapidly because we're talking around about a 200% uplift on their business model on a month to month basis. So we helped them introduce a very cost-effective invoice finance facility, which um, takes around about 10 to 14 days maximum to get into place. So that helped them. And then you go from that stark reality to businesses that have actually had four, five, six million turnover that have actually got nothing, zero. You know, I mean, we've got tumbleweeds running through the front door. The position there is, of course, although there's been lots of grants and other bits and pieces, the truth of the matter is there's still a lot of cost in the business that owners are absolutely responsible for. The law does have it that you can close a business through an insolvency and you can start again debt-free. Um, obviously, there's some rules around that. It does, we've got, we have to look at those. But those two contrast you wouldn't think would exist together but they are fundamentally the same one wants to grow needs lots of money the other one wants to potentially stop and restart again and move forward debt-free in a different kind of business model and also to try and protect some employees because that's the key or one of the best things that i get from this is that um, we can protect an awful lot of employees And uh, everybody wants a job when uh, things get back together. And these business owners get that opportunity to do that. So you are leveraging and finding other lenders who wouldn't normally lend and doing it in exceptional circumstances. Absolutely. Yeah. So we can quite often and more often actually have funding in place for a business that's closed down and restarted 
more so than we can for a business that's actually fully operational sometimes because lenders like to see uh, businesses that don't carry a lot of debt. And currently at the moment, with all the bounce backs, all of the Siebel's loans, lots of businesses are what they class as overgeared. I don't particularly like using accounting or funding kind of terms, but basically a business has got too much debt in it to trade forward. But of course, money's been thrown at all these businesses. When you stop and start again, of course, there is no debt. There's, there's, there's no debt in the business at all. So they're quite happy to fund businesses with no debt. So it makes an awful lot more sense for those businesses to get started again. So how did lockdown one affect your trading and how does it look now? Lockdown one actually doubled our turnover. Um, wasn't expecting that. Uh, we thought that we would actually be running a lot of advisory services almost uh, for free because that's what we thought we might have to do just to just to help people and give them a helping hand. Where lots of companies actually came to a, a sort of a bit of a sudden stop what they wanted to do is to draw in lots of money from their old invoices so that they actually had some money to work with and do things with. So literally overnight, uh, we went from our normal kind of work right through to a massive, massive turnover that we weren't expecting. You know, We were expecting to be in the boat with everybody else. Let's look at the wider economy now, Ian. How effective do you think the government's been over the last 12 months? Are you annoyed with the U-turns? What's your feeling about it? I don't really know who would actually do anything different it doesn't matter whether it be a Labour or Conservative or whatever kind of government you put in that or whatever type of Prime Minister you have I think the truth of the matter is I think they're working on a day-to-day data uh, of of how things are going and what's happening it's very unusual let's be fair I don't think anybody would want to be the Prime Minister right now and I think also how do you manage what's going on? It's, it, you're talking about a, an economical crisis uh, coupled with the fact that we've got a human crisis. Where, you know, we've got people dying at a rate that is just never seen before. Having said all of that, I do believe that uh, we are saddled with an awful lot of debt. And I think small businesses will actually be having to pay for that, as, you know, as we will be with our taxes. So whatever's happened or whether we like it or not, we're going to be paying for it in a big way very shortly, I think. I think you're right. So what do you think of the rollout of the vaccination programme? Will you get a vaccine as quickly as you can? Well, I'm at the uh, higher scale of um, age, so um, I think uh, for when I spoke to the nurse when I went in for something different uh, not so long ago, I think I'm actually quite far down the end of uh, this year uh, to get anything at all. I actually think it's quite amazing that within a year that we've been able to go from where we've gone to the crisis to a shutdown to getting uh, scientists to come up with all of these vaccines to help us in a 12-month, maybe 13-month period, tops certainly a 12-month period, it's, it's never been seen before. So I think it's a bit of a miracle in a lot of respect. And I think we all have to actually applaud them and actually wait our turn to get what we can because at the end of the day, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Surviving Lockdown. Remember, if you're a business owner and you'd like to be featured on Surviving Lockdown, just email voiceover at markrise.com. So, Ian, what's your view on supermarkets unilaterally saying that you have to wear face masks now? I think, actually, we're, we're talking about not just not wearing a mask, actually. I think if you work, work, look outside this, we're actually doing something to protect the other people and our other colleagues that work in these um, supermarkets and the like because I, you know I'd rather wear a mask and protect somebody and myself quite frankly and if that means doing that for a 
period of time then fine yes it's difficult to to communicate sometimes um, even I get frustrated with that when somebody can't hear you or you can't hear them truth is you know I'd rather not die if it just means wearing a face mask you know quite frankly it's not actually a big hardship I don't think what would be the one thing you'd most like help with from the government or the community perhaps at this point I think uh, from the government's perspective is that I, I actually would like to have seen a little bit more of a fairer system in terms of what they've done to hand out to, to companies. Uh, there's an awful lot of businesses that have had handouts, but then there's an awful lot of businesses that have actually had nothing, zero, because they don't operate from uh, retail premises, for an example. So I do think there's been a complete unfairness and self-employed, I don't think, has been treated very well. And you have to remember that small businesses and um, self-employed represent an awful big number in terms of revenue to the government. And I think they've been missed out. Let's look at the wider economy for a second. When do you think business might pick up again to pre-COVID levels? I think we're, we're going to be at least 18 months, two years away. For me, I believe if you look back in any kind of recessions or whatever goes on, it takes a good couple of years, if not three years, to really bounce back. And you have to remember our colleagues and friends in in the United States are suffering still quite badly. And uh, we do actually follow behind them significantly in a financial world. And I I don't think they're going to recover possibly as quickly as we are, but we will find the effects of how slow they come back to recovery. What tip would you give to other businesses struggling at this time? There's some awful simple things that businesses can really get into place very quickly and one of those is actually forecasting and planning ahead businesses that don't actually know the numbers or actually know where their their revenue is going to come from or their wages whatever it might be Um, if you don't forecast that if you don't get on top of the cost if you don't actually manage or match them together that's a shame so forecasting is absolutely key and I also think that because uh, it might seem like there's not a lot of businesses around people shouldn't actually go and hide they should actually be putting themselves out there so people can see them because after a recession it's normally the best time it's the biggest growth you can get in a business more often than not straight after a recession or certainly a downturn like this because we are essentially in a downturn. So get out there and be seen Ian thank you very much for joining us on Surviving Lockdown. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate it. Really good. You can contact Ian through the website. It's www.cashflowcreators.co.uk. Surviving Lockdown. Surviving Lockdown is produced and presented by Mark Rise, a multi-award-winning voiceover artist and TV presenter for more than 30 years. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast or are interested in voiceover for your business video, e-learning or telephone system, simply email voiceover at markrise.com. Surviving Lockdown.